My dear friends, we live in troubled times. I invite you now to join in this prayer for peace in the Middle East. God of mercy and compassion, of grace and reconciliation, pour your power upon all your children in the Middle East. Jews, Muslims, and Christians, Palestinians, and Israelis, let hatred be turned into love, fear to trust, despair to hope, oppression to freedom, that violent encounters may be replaced by loving embraces, and that peace and justice could be experienced by all. Amen. From the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel, with the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents The Daily TV Mass. Hello and welcome to the celebration of the Daily TV Mass. I'm Father John Berteo and today our homilist is Deacon Mike Walsh. The televising of this Mass is made possible by the contribution from an anonymous donor from Victoria, British Columbia. This Mass is offered in thanksgiving for the Daily TV Mass. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of the televising of this Mass to the faithful of Canada and around the world. And so we begin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. Brothers and sisters, let us acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and what I have failed to do. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary of the Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me, the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Christ have mercy. Christ have mercy. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Let us pray. O God, who through the grace of adoption chose us to be your children of light, grant, we pray, that we may not be wrapped in the darkness of error, but always be seen to stand in the bright light of truth. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. God created us for incorruption and made us in the image of his own eternity. But through the devil's envy, death entered the world, and those who belong to his company experience it. But the souls of the righteous are in the hand of God, and no torment will ever touch them. In the eyes of the foolish, they seemed to have died, and their departure was thought to be a disaster and they're going from us to be their destruction, but they are at peace. For though in the sight of others they were punished, their hope is, in, is full of immortality. Having been disciplined a little, they will receive great good, because God tested them and found them worthy of himself. 
like gold in the furnace he tried them, and like a sacrificial burnt offering he accepted them. In the time of their visitation they will shine forth and will run like sparks through the stubble. They will govern nations and rule over peoples, and the Lord will reign over them forever. Those who trust in him will understand truth, and the faithful will abide with him in love, because grace and mercy are upon his holy ones, and he watches over his elect. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus said to the disciples, Who among you would say to your slave, who has just come in from plowing or tending the sheep in the field, Come here at once and take your place at the table? 
Would you not rather say to him, prepare supper for me, put on your apron and serve me while I eat and drink. Later, you may eat and drink. Do you thank the slave for doing what was commanded? commanded? So you also, when you have done all that you were ordered to do, say, we are worthless slaves. We have done only what we ought to have done. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord. Lord Jesus Christ. If you were here with us yesterday, Father Donovan in his homily talked about the Book of Wisdom, the Book of Solomon, and he said this. He said, a distinctive feature of Israel's wisdom tradition, as opposed to those of some ancient empires that surrounded them, is the way in which they bring together natural and supernatural, human and divine wisdom. And when I, I heard him say that, I said, that's exactly right. Especially when you, you look at these readings we've had over the last few days and today's first reading. And I was struck by how the, the book of wisdom reading that we had today started this way. It said, God created us for incorruption. You've got to admit, you don't see many modern day sentences that start that way with the word incorruption. So I went and I looked that up. And physically, it means, at least today, the quality or state of being free from physical decay. But I think what it might mean here in this context is moral incorruption, which is defined as being morally strong enough not to be persuaded to do something wrong. So the, the reading, now with that understanding, starts, God created us for incorruption and made us in the image of his own eternity. But through the devil's envy, death entered the world, and those who belong to his company, the devil's company, experience it, experience death. And when you read a lot of the Jewish scriptures, they really are full of these stories. They're very rich stories and, and sayings of wisdom about good versus evil about how evil entered into the world and this constant struggle that goes on between good and evil. But see, that's not all that's in this reading. If you stick with it and you get towards the end, this is what it says. It says, and this is great wisdom right here, those who trust in him, those who trust in God, will understand truth and the faithful will abide with him in love because grace and mercy are upon his holy ones. And he, God, watches over his elect. The beautiful, beautiful saying of wisdom. And really, as you move from the Jewish scriptures now into the New Testament readings, what you really will see, I think, anyway, as we, as we move through it, this constant teaching and examples and challenges to what it means to be a follower of the way, to be a follower of Jesus Christ, to be a disciple. A book I read many years ago, I don't even think it's in print anymore, was really one of the most powerful books on explaining the whole New Testament. It's written by um, a man named uh, Dr. Alexander Shia. The book was called The Hidden Power of the Gospels. As I say, I don't think it's in print anymore, but you can still find this, this guy on the, on the internet, and he has other books. And in this book, he talks about the four paths of the gospel. He calls it quadratus which he says is a new name for the ancient and universal four-path journey, ancient wisdom, 
about this journey towards growth and transformation. And what I really found interesting about the way he explained it, he said that each of the four Gospels actually helps us answer major questions in life. He says the first question, how do we face change? And really, when you read the gospel, it's all about change and this call to do something different. Jesus was here not to actually maintain the status quo, but, but change it. And he says we learn that by climbing the great mountain of Matthew on that mountainside learning at the Sermon of the Mount. But that's not enough. How do we actually then move through suffering? This is, again, a major theme. And he says we find that by crossing Mark's stormy seas. The seas are always rough, but they become calmer with Jesus. When he enters into the boat or he tells us that he is with us. How do we receive joy? This is actually, I've noticed, uh, many very religious people like to stay in the suffering, but don't know how to move into the joy. And he says that we find joy in John's glorious garden. But it's the fourth that I want to talk about today. He says that we, how do we mature in service? It's not good enough to stay in the garden in great joy. No, we're called as disciples to go out into the world and to be in service. And we find that while we travel along the road in Luke's gospel. He says that most of the stories in Luke take place while Jesus is walking from place to place and are these lessons of how to be in service as a disciple. In our gospel today, just before it, we heard it yesterday, starts this way. The apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. So you can see them. They're saying, look, I think this is going to be a rough road. We're going to need more faith. But Jesus assures them, if your faith is just, just like a little mustard seed, you'll be able to move this mulberry bush right out into the ocean just by your faith alone. And then comes this difficult lesson in today's gospel. And Jesus is always warning about this over and over again. Uh, and and it, it may be hard to understand as you first read it, but it says if you have this faith and you want to be my disciple, you must do so with great humility. A few weeks back, I got to talk to you about St. Francis of Assisi, a man of great faith, had that mustard seed, but a man of great humility. So Jesus says, do you thank the slave for doing what was commanded? So you also, when you have done all that was ordered to you, say this, we are worthless slaves. We have done only what we have ought to have done. Now, that's pretty harsh language, especially in today's world, right? Where the word slave is, you know, just really not something that we even want to hear, right? But the context would have been something the followers of the day understood. Because, you see, slaves have always been with us. And really, this hit me just recently. I was at an event. This event was a dinner. And I was celebrating the 20th anniversary of what's called the Dismas Fellowship. It's a ministry that I got involved with 20 years ago. And one of the people that spoke at that was this woman from the parish where I'm from. And 20 years ago, as we started this up, she came to me and she said, I would like to help you, but I could never go to a meeting. So the Dismas Fellowship is where volunteers and ex-prisoners, because Dismas is a ministry to ex-prisoners, come together and share a meal. But I'll pray for them. And I said, that's great. That is wonderful. Then a few weeks later, she came and says, you know, I'm a pretty good baker. I could actually bake for your meetings, but I don't think I could ever get there. And then a few months later, she came and said, I think I'll go to a meeting. And she came, and she was a regular over, over the next 18 years. And she met one of our guys there, Gordy. Now, Gordy was a hardcore prisoner. He was about 60. He had done about 30 years in jail, right? But somehow they established a relationship, and it was over a piece of rhubarb pie that somebody had baked. And they found out they both love rhubarb. 
And so then this, this volunteer, this beautiful woman, started to make stewed rhubarb for Gordy. And they both loved it. And I, she told the story this, last, this night at the dinner that she made him well over 12 jars of this over time, and it became a part of their relationship. And then Gordy died. And she says that she really got so much more out of the relationship than she offered, but I know that this relationship with Gordy meant anything. And I tell you that story because even though I have known her for 18 years, this story happened over and over again. That's the first time I ever heard it. She was very quiet. And I think that's what our reading is about today. And let me just rephrase it. This is maybe what, how Jesus might say it today. Not that I assume how to say this, but for us. Do you thank the good and faithful servant for doing what was commanded? So you also. When you have done all that you have been ordered to do, say this. We are faith-filled followers of Christ, and we have done only what we have ought to have done. See, we don't need praise in this life. Because we have this faith like a mustard seed, we know that we will have our reward in heaven. Walking along this road to service with Christ is not easy. But if we follow him, we can go out into the world in great peace, knowing that we glorify the Lord by living our lives in the way that he taught us. Amen. Join me now in our prayer to our trust to our God. For all of those in the Daily TV Mass Prayer Intentions book, we pray to the Lord. Lord hear our, our community prayer this month is for all of those listed in the Daily TV Mass Book of Remembrance and for all the souls in purgatory, especially those who have no one to pray for them. We pray to the Lord. Lord hear our and with all the troubles in the world, as they continue, we offer this prayer for peace in the Middle East. God of mercy and compassion, of grace and reconciliation, pour your powers upon your children in the Middle East, Jews, Muslims, and Christians, Palestinians, and Israelis. Let hatred be turned into love, fear to trust, despair to hope, that violent encounters may be replaced by loving embraces, and that peace and justice could be experienced by all. And we offer this prayer in the name of the Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for as you can receive the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands, it will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for if you can receive the wine we offer you, free to the vine and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. Lord, wash my name and cleanse me from my sins. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. O God, who graciously accomplished the effects of your mysteries, grant, we pray, that the deeds by which we serve you may be worthy of these sacred gifts. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. 
It is true, right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For although we have no need of our praise, yet our thanksgiving is itself your gift, since our praise had nothing to your greatness, but profit us for salvation through Christ our Lord. And so, in company with the choirs of angels, we praise you, and with joy we proclaim. indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed, and into willingly into his passion, he took bread, and giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to the disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial, of the, death, the, the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. How do we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring it to the fullness of charity, together with Francis our Pope and Francis our Bishop and all the clergy. Remember also all brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy, welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, and all the saints who please you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs with eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, 
who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church. And graciously grant peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Wherever you may be, let us offer each other a sign of Christ's peace. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, Lord I'm not worthy to shed unto my but only say the word, and my soul shall be good. May the body of Christ meet to everlasting life. Please join me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in this holy sacrament of the altar. I love you above all things, and I passionately desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my soul so that I may unite myself wholly to you, now and forever. Amen. Let us pray. May this divine sacrifice we have offered and received fill us with life, O Lord, we pray, so that bound to you in lasting charity we bear fruit that lasts forever. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And your May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Thanks, thanks be, be to God. God. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass.
St. John Paul II shared that to pray the rosary is to hand over our burdens to the merciful hearts of Christ and His Mother. Each day, we invite you to join with others in the daily TV Mass community as we pray the daily rosary together by visiting our website, YouTube channel, or on our free daily TV Mass app. For more information, please email us at info at ncbc.ca or visit our website.